If you've ever had a one night stand last for 10 years, then this is the podcast for you. It's the boys from Illinois, the pub time podcast. Is that how you're describing your marriage? No, no, just for the listeners out there. <laughs> I didn't know if that's... Just for the listeners out there. If that's how you were classified. Fuck, I had 14 in before I even asked. Right. But At least. <laughs> I suppose you're right. Held off as long it as It is, could. though. And, like, your story is, like, a true American love story in a lot of ways. Pretty close. Pretty close. I would say. I mean... Throw it at me. What, what are you getting at here? Well, just in the end... True love prevailed, right? Because, you know, kind of you guys had a child, young, and when everybody's still trying to figure out their own shit, we're not really like, we think we're adults, but we're not really adults at that point in time. We don't know how to navigate the world. Right. I was an asshole. I mean, I'll be straight up. Some things haven't changed. You guys decide to go your separate ways. And then, I mean, and for a while, right? It wasn't like you guys broke up for a year or something. I mean, it was a bit... Five, six years. And it just ended up in the end, man. Come full circle. It happened. It worked out. Nobody circles the wagons quite like us. That's right. That's right, man. So it's kind of surreal that this is episode 100, right? I mean, we're almost to two years. We're, what, a month away from two years. D-Day. 100 episodes. P-Day. Which is... uh, that's an accomplishment because I think a lot of people that get into doing this sort of thing, most, I shouldn't say most people, that's probably unfair, but no, most flake out. Well, I mean, I'm saying, you're going no, well, that. I'm saying, I think a, there's a good number of people out there that consider starting a podcast and then a percentage of those people actually attempt to at some point in time. And here we are now being a hundred episodes in and it's not easy it's not easy to to hang in this long necessarily. I mean, now, um, the consistency I think still an issue, especially for something you're not making any fucking money doing. Well, and we've know? we've it's easy to show up to work every day because my ass gets paid. Sure, and we've been very upfront about the fact that you know we're we're doing this pro bono, pro bono. <laughs> that and you know this has sort of existed right as a vehicle. For which to us just to just hang out, yeah, basically. shoot the shit, and it's worked out to this point. Obviously, life gets in the way sometimes, but like I think we are to the point where we're just good with that. We realize that that's going to happen sometimes, and it's we don't sweat it because uh, we know that when we can, we'll get back to it. Yeah, the 
The best part about it is we can set these bitches down and come back five months, six months, five years down the road. It sounds the same. We'd pick up right where we left yeah. off. And uh, no, and that's true. And I think that's because of the the way we do this, right? I mean, it's not, this isn't something where we don't, uh, yeah, we speak about current events sometimes, but we're not talking about, you know, people aren't relying on us in some way for like constant, our constant opinions on like what's happening in the world and some, in anything. Um, we're pretty random about what we talk about. And let's, I mean, the, the improvement that maybe comes from repetition of doing this all the time, like, isn't really necessarily a concern for us either because no. we're not here to impress anybody else. No. And that's what, in a way, that's what makes it easy. Cause I think we're growers and not showers. Yeah. I mean. The reason a lot of people fail at this sort of thing is they, they have unrealistic expectations of what it can be. And, it's no different than any other business venture. You see people out there who are highly successful at doing something, and you think, I can do that too. Um, and this isn't particularly difficult, but it's a lot harder than people think it is to... What do you mean? Like to, to, to be sit down... successful at, or well, just to do in general? Yeah, well, I mean, one, the consistency is harder than people think. If you have a life at all, like it's much harder than people think. Two... Oh, God. What well, are you I'm doing just saying, there? like, if you have who are you a, throwing daggers at, Bob? Whoever, if you have a job and like responsibilities, like, it's tough to find time for this sort of thing once in a while. I mean, consistently, and then it's not as easy as people think to sit down in front of a microphone and give somewhat coherent thoughts on anything. Somewhat, <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's say, I think that it's something that a lot of people think they can do, and I'm not saying that we're great at it by any means, but. It's it's certainly harder than we're the best two in this room at it. We are, yeah. There's no doubt about that. I mean, Hank might take issue with it, but look at him. He's he's moving around. I haven't seen that motherfucking lizard move in a month. My boy, come alive. Well, it's because you were trying to starve him out. He's good now. Fuck it. Look, he's like ready to go. He's like coming over here, like swing the mic over, boys. I I got something to uh, say. Having the light back. I mean. My guy was probably freezing his balls off for a couple of days. And they're so weird. I mean, because I'm assuming they don't shiver, right? I mean, did you see any signs of life? No. They basically life. shut down. Really? Yeah. They're really they good at cold. it, though. Yeah. Like they, you think it's like a, they just, it's a way of conserving their, their he's energy? A, he's a fucking dinosaur, man. He knows how to do this. It's not the first pub he's been in. So do you think that, Reptiles are some of the most resilient creatures that have roam this earth. Gators and shit like that. You so, me? speaking of that, like I've listened to, uh, I listen to Joe Rogan's podcast occasionally, and he's had a couple people on recently. Like one guy was talking about living in like the Amazon rainforest and going on about all these. He's like specializes, I guess, he catches these anacondas and stuff, and it's like Jesus, like to think that there are these species that are that big is just crazy. And then there's this guy I was listening to earlier today yet on talking about Florida. Like they got a big time uh, Python, Python issue yeah. in the Everglades. That's because the assholes buy them and they cut them loose. Sure. So taking them somewhere to, and so he's going out and catching them. Right. And he's telling a story about catching like the 17 and a half foot Python. He's out there by himself. And well, they, like have, they have no them. predator. Yeah, Neither. they're they're it, right? I mean, right. he's like this python eats alligators. Like it's mm-hmm. not 
Um, it's at the top of the food chain. Right. And so... Certain alligators. The fact that he's out there with his bare fucking hands alone catching these things. Yeah, I don't know how he gets his nuts in his pants. nuts, man. Like, even... Turtle and this man. one bit him. This one bit him in the arm. And he said, like, it bit an artery. And he had to put, like, a, while holding its head one hand, had to put a tourniquet on his arm. With like, I'm like, how? I mean, it's just insane. And their their bites fucking wild. You remember some of those pythons I had? No. I had, I had babies. They were, like, three or four foot long. So Do not. But they have the strongest fucking grip. Well, and that's what he was saying. He goes, the big thing was, is, he's like, I can deal with the bite for the most part he's like i just can't let it wrap me up because i'd be in a bad right. spot at that oh, point absolutely and that's what's crazy is the guy a few episodes prior was talking about like he had some people with him but he caught an anaconda at one point and it wrapped him up and he said his shoulders were like touching each other in front of him like i mean he was like moments away from having his entire rib cage just shattered anything that can swallow a fucking deer whole you know what i mean yeah they got a good shot of getting you in their mouth and he was talking about in the amazon they have these they call them like floating forests or whatever where like you're walking on grass basically that's floating on water and then like the tops of the trees are just sticking above the water but like there's yeah, it's like a marsh 30 feet something. of water below you where there's all sorts of vegetation and wildlife and that's where he said he saw and touched the largest anaconda he's ever seen and which he estimated to be 30 feet long and it's just like good lord that's the same thing though they basically they go unchecked there's nothing there that fucks right. with those things other than people right well that's what he was when the other guy was talking they call he was called the um it's the most recent episode he was called the python cowboy was what he went by his nickname yeah. And yeah, a little bit, but he seemed like a decent guy. But he said that that one he caught that ended up biting him is like when he found it in some vegetation, he was like grabbing it and he's like, it was just slowly slithering away. Like it was not concerned about him at all. And so he's like, I had to piss it off a little bit so it would bring its head around and grab it by, by the tail. <laughs> well, and he said, he goes, I don't worry much about the big ones because they don't strike as quickly as the smaller ones. You got a big body, a lot of mass. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm, it's, and he's like, but it's they, got so much power. Well, he said they wear out really fast, like 10 minutes of fighting of any kind. And they're just wet noodle at that point. Are, are you going to go hard 10 minutes with no. a python? That's what I'm saying. Me well, neither. he says it's just striking and he's just dodging its strikes. But he said that normally he said they strike and they recoil, strike, recoil, strike. And he said one time it recoiled, but only recoiled like a third of the way and struck again when he wasn't expecting it. And he's like, now, this thing has been living for 20, 30 years. He's like, you know, right. it's like it's maybe learned a little bit. Yeah. That, How and and sure. so, and that's how he got bit. But, uh, but at the point in time after he got done fighting it, he drug it back to his John boat. And it was like, at that point, like I said, like a limp noodle, like it was useless at that point. It was just Big, exerted. Heavy fucking limp noodle. Though. Sure. No, I don't know. I don't mind snakes. I'm not going to the fucking Amazon to roll around with them. No. And, and both these guys talked about panthers. Well, he talked about Florida panthers, which I mean, I think. A panther, the hockey team, a panther, and a mountain lion. No, jaguar yeah. are the same thing, basically. The mm-hmm. people just call them yeah, different black things. Panthers, yeah. So the Amazon guy was talking about jaguars. He said he was sleeping in a hammock one night, 
and could hear like one of them was like next to his head and he could like feel its breath and hear it like growling and he's like I just don't move you know and it finally leaves and then this other guy was talking about camping in a tent in Florida and hearing this growling noise outside and it was a Florida panther all right and I, I would like, wrestle that fuck? fucking python every day over, over a fucking fuck, cat yeah. breathing in my neck a hundred percent I I no doubt that cat's a killer. I mean, that's what it's meant to do. Sure. It does nothing else. Yeah. And what, what I found fascinating is the guy, the Amazon guy, was talking about how he, he like, bathed in the rivers of the Amazon. Like, I mean, to, they didn't, the, the animals in the Amazon are not used to seeing humans. And he did things, so he smelled like them. Everything. He said, so he'd see things casually walking around, and they wouldn't give him two, two thoughts most so of the time. So he just didn't bathe. Smeared <laughs> I mean, shit on himself. Uh, yeah, I mean, he said he just essentially was part of their ecosystem, ecosystem for yeah. the most part. You know, he didn't smell like something foreign mm-hmm. or anything. Um, but I mean, and his job, his role was—it's funny because he's had these guys have like. I, I feel like you'd almost want to though. Want to what? Blend in? No, smell foreign. That jaguar is used to eating the same shit. Maybe. You know what I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's why I didn't chew his ass up. And they, uh, he talked about how it, oh gosh, what was I going to say? Oh, fuck, I totally lost my train of thought. Oh, these guys had like sort of similar but contrasting like objectives in their different things. Like the Amazon guy. He was there to essentially preserve, like, a guardian, if you will, of the rainforest. And this other guy, he was, yes, trying to protect the Everglades, but in doing so was trying to eradicate these pythons. You know, was capturing them and killing these pythons to try to, you know, because they were essentially destroying the ecosystem. Yeah, twist top, right? It's a bad sign, but I'm telling you. When I had the wrapper, I thought I was going to get the bong, but I didn't. No, that's the what's the one weird thing about it. It's it's a twisty. You're not gonna hate it. Don't don't tell me what I'm gonna do. Cause I might. You're definitely not gonna hate it. But no, I it's just when you sit have you ever had a crazy encounter with like any sort of wild animal? <clears throat> crazy? Mm. No. I I mean the other day I was at work, I had a fucking possum pop out of a drain i about shit myself but the only thing i can think of i was probably in i was in grade school maybe possibly junior high let's just say fourth to sixth grade somewhere in there and i was at the bus stop in the morning and across the road was a cornfield like a little line of trees and there was a house sort of catty corner and out of the trees across the cornfield comes it was a it was coyote but it was big mm-hmm. and it got to like the yard, it was probably 20 yards away from me, but it just stopped and looked at me. And I, I had probably a 20, 30-yard run to my front door from where I was. And I remember just standing there, I'm like looking at this thing. I'm like, what do I do? I'd never seen a coyote in my life, like in person. And I'm like, But okay. you knew it was a coyote? You didn't think it was just a mangy-ass dog? It, it definitely wasn't a dog. Um, it was, now looking back, I know 100% it was a coyote. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, okay, do I just stand here and wait? Hopefully it leaves. 
do I make a run for the fucking front door? You know, what do I do? You know, like the bus is probably still a few minutes away. And I just stood there and I'm, I did have a thought in my mind. Well, if it starts coming at me, I'm going to have to probably run. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> like, I mean, I remember like contemplating that though. Like, what do I do in that situation? I remember one time when I lived in Creeptucky, I had a really rough Saturday night. Sunday morning, I'm making my coffee and I'm just looking out the kitchen window. And there's the most raggedy ass coyote I've ever seen just walking down the middle of the street. Like his night was just as bad as mine. And I'm like, what in the fuck? Because obviously like behind my neighbors, you know, on the other side of the road was basically all woods. But I'd never seen any fucking coyotes. Just, I mean, sure. his ass too. They're just fucking mm-hmm. strolling down the street and that's and what's crazy like, is since damn. then since then like every every coyote i've ever seen has looked like like looked rough man like bad shape or at least physically just mangy they, whatever they are the catholics of the animal kingdom <laughs> i will tell you that they they fucking get after it now yeah. but the one i saw that morning man like i it didn't look that and it was bigger than a lot of coyotes i've seen i feel like so he I don't know. He hadn't been in Maybe the church the long. The king of the coyotes. I don't he know. He might have been. Especially but down there. A lot of shit to eat. Billy wants to know what you're drinking. Oh, fuck. Evil Williams now. Evil Williams. You, you tried it yet? No. Take a sip. Take I'm, a sip. No, I'm letting Come that on. bitch cool down. I ain't fucking getting in that thing hot. I'm telling you. It's going to be you. bad. It's going to be bad. I'm I'll telling fuck you. It. Do it. 20 bucks, 20 bucks. <laughs> it's not bad. That's what I mean. Like, Evan Williams not... Bottle and Bond, it is, it's a budget bourbon. It's literally like $20, but it doesn't taste like a $20 bourbon. Nah, I wouldn't go that far. It tastes better than like a Jack Daniels or a Jim Beam, for sure. Everything tastes better than Jack Daniels. I don't even, when people talk about whiskey, that's not even like on my radar. Not. No. Beam, no, we'll talk, but. Now, there's nothing wrong with those in a mix, you know, like a whiskey and Coke or something. I don't, I don't fuck with Jack. I just don't. I don't no. know. Nope. Absolutely not. Why not? It fucking almost killed me. We talked about this. Jack? Yeah. I don't remember this story. I was 14 years old. I, like, rubbed both my knees off. I'm, at one point in time, I'm shitting in the toilet, puking in the tub. I mean. How'd you rub both your knees off? Well, f- fuck, my legs just quit. What, while walking or what? Like, what were you doing? I was just quadriplegic on the way to my house. Lost both my kneecaps. It's crazy. Lord. I, I chugged an entire bottle of Jim Beam, like or uh, Jack Daniels, like it was. And you think that Jack Daniels is to blame and not absolutely your, not your poor Haven't judgment? Touched it since. <laughs> For me, that's that's Rumplements. Yeah, like high school. My buddy was a big Rumplements fan. It was like his birthday. Got like a few pints of Rumpel mints, and like that was the, my first experience. Like, no fucking no mint liquor anymore. Vomiting or just Rumpel mints specifically. I'll fuck with some Rumpel mints. I'll do a shot. Oh, I want to now. Just, now, now that we say that, I feel like at some point in time, like a shot of it has been forced on me at some point in time in my life. Uh, but it would not be my first or tenth choice. I know even. down at the cool back in the day, that Goldschlager would go down pretty good. Yeah, we'd get after them. I don't. When other people are buying, 
I never bought them. I don't know if I ever did. I'm sure I did at some point. Oh, Kyle, he gold slugger. Would you rather have someone buy you a beer or a shot of their choice? Yeah, if they're like, "Hey, we're gonna buy a round," and uh, and they're they're choosing. Yeah, they're like, "Hey, just next everybody's next beers on me," or "Hey, I want everybody to get a Vegas bomb for everybody in here," or something. Like Man that. or woman? What's the matter? Huge matter? difference. I'll tell you exactly. The but I'm not saying. But I'm not. Different. I'm not saying what. I'm just saying. Would you, without even knowing what the shot it is, shot, would, shot. you would prefer a shot. Yeah. Like, but it could be anything. You just you don't even know what's gonna be put in front of you. That's fine. I, I mean, care. I think that most people. What am try I trying to, to do it, that evening? I don't you know. know what I mean. I think most people try to make it something. It's very rare. It's like buy everybody a shot of vodka. It's like usually yeah, a bomb apple or something. Or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'll get down, which isn't too bad, or. You know what? You know what I feel like, and I granted, I don't really go to bars anymore, but that seemed like it got really popular, and now you never hear about it. Is Jaeger bombs? No, people still fuck with them pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. they got uh, the chiller machines now. Fuck you, can buy well, them yeah, in the but store. they had those. 15, you can buy them. In they the had store those now. fifteen years ago. I mean, do you still see? Like I said, I don't, I don't, you don't go to a lot of bars either. I mean, no, I don't. I mean, when I but the know, machine is still there, is it? I didn't, I mean. I, I go to more bar and grills now. Because usually I want some grub. Sure. I don't usually just go out just to drink. It happens, right. but not very When's often. the last time that you went out just to drink? Maybe a week or two ago. Me and the old lady. Yeah. Close. We had to get close, though, because I try to stay real close to that legal limit. I'm not a big Uber guy. No. No. I had, I had a couple bad taxi rides when I was <laughs> fucked up, so... I've, I've heard the tales of the taxi ride. You know what's funny, though, is it seems like whenever you are in those moments where you've had, I feel like the majority of your moments when you've had way too much to drink are usually like on some of the worst days to have had way too much to drink. Absolutely. Like yeah. Christmas Eve. Oh, buddy. Whatever. I've, like, I've had some days, man. It could be raining pussy. I just get hit with the dick. It just happens. <laughs> I feel like bad luck. I wouldn't have any. Now, I don't know. I feel like it's been a while since I've heard any of those types of stories, but there was definitely a. I feel like when you worked at the paint store, there would be more of they happened a lot more stories. I I stopped by stopped by there the other day, just kind of hang out. Yeah, shoot the shit. Yeah, still a lot of people working there that you knew before, or just mostly the owners, and they're starting to pass away, man. Yeah, yeah. Is uh the, the gravy stain gone? Really? R.I.P. No shit. I'm gonna throw some love his way. Wow, oh, Al Shabazz, <laughs> gone. I always remember you talking about him. Uh, he was a fucking character, man. What, what was his job there? Oh, just delivery. He wouldn't do anything else. Right. Well, that was primarily your job too. Eventually, wasn't it? Or just because the gravy stain you, was so slow, or were you just like whatever needed to be done, guy? I can't tell you exactly what my job title <laughs> your role is. What, tell us what you did <laughs> at the paint store. I fucking a little bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah. They just kept you in the back, right? Away from the customers. Absolutely. Like Quasimodo up in the tower. Right. But you had that place taked out pretty good, though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, a couple <laughs> hideouts and stuff. That's a cool little building, though, because what was it? Three, four stories? Yeah. Four. And most, most of the upper floors were not used right i mean yeah. 
Because wasn't it like an old an old bakery or something like that? Yeah, like 1920s or something. Yeah, that's pretty neat. A lot yeah. of that shit was still in there, the ovens and everything. Right. So. Did you ever cook yourself some lunch in one of the ovens? Or? I cooked myself up there. <laughs> that's what I did. I'd be higher than fuck in that place, man. My favorite thing it. was you had like your little nap hideout. Yep, yep. <laughs> and then they tore that bitch apart. Did they? Yeah, it was like I'd sleep in the top of this oven. I had a fucking spot there and then a spot like set up in these shelves. I'd just go fucking hang out. So when they did, do you think they figured figured you out or? No, I'm gonna do whatever they need me to do when I'm done napping. Just fucking give me a minute. I, I was ahead of the Chinese, you know what I mean? <laughs> they take their hour and a half lunch break. It's like I was a fucking visionary. That's all that was. How often while you worked there did you feel like you were stealing money? Never, because I didn't make much. <laughs> so never. I never once felt like I was stealing money. I remember the days when like I had a job that paid like eight bucks an hour, and I'm like, I'm doing well. Like, yeah, we were just fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm like, eight dollars an hour might get a raise, eight twenty five here after a few months. I I felt okay about that job until I had my child, you sure. know, and then I was like, I don't feel so great about this right. anymore. So every chance I could, I'd stick it to the man. Sure, that's no, just best. I mean, that's the best way to be, I guess. I feel like kind of our our heyday a bit was when you were at the paint store and I was slinging produce at the produce company. That was uh, there was a lot of good ideas discussed over lengthy phone calls. Oh yeah, that's where I had so much free time. (laughs) Crossface wrestling was born, I think. Yeah, Um, yeah, lots of lots of cool things. The uh, and always the stories we would have to share of whatever took place the night prior and. Whoever may have been involved in those stories. No, those were some. Uh, it's funny because at the time, you know, they, they it was a good time, but it was also like, uh, I mean, no, they were good times. They <laughs> yeah. were good times. You can't label it as anything or maybe else. like looking back, you're like, God, life was kind of rough then. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah. were definitely learning experiences, but no, it's uh, it's as they say, it's what's made us into who we are today, which isn't much, but. Right, fuck it, something. Got to start somewhere. And it's funny because I think as we get older now, and obviously we have, you know, your son's on the verge of being that age, and we have friends who have kids that age or relatives, and it's like you just kind of laugh, you know, because you know that they're about to go through mm-hmm. kind of that, that, sim- that similar stage of life where, and I've, I've said before, I think it's unfair a, a little bit how, at that age, you're forced to kind of make a lot of decisions that are going to impact the rest of your life. And in no way, shape, or form are you qual- qualified to make yeah. those decisions. Well, that's where you kind of hope that maybe you've uh, either either you've taught it to them or they've seen you go through similar situations where they're like, fuck, that didn't work out so great. But you know as well as I do that, like, that don't fucking matter. Oh, right? my, I mean, mine, it matters mine specifically. But he's going to touch it. Yeah. Like, I mean, stove's hot. He's going to try it out. I don't think, I think more often than not, what you see is kids that grew up with like fucking piece of shit parents. They seem to be the ones more likely to be like, all right, look, I'm going to do things differently. Like, right. I'm not going to live my life that way. Um, and I think you see the opposite, where you, if you have kids that have been given everything, 
and they have like wealthy parents or whatever, and they've had everything given to them that they assume that once they're out on their own, that life's going to be the same way. And, and they kind of crash and burn too in a different way. Yeah. But I mean, at some point in time, it all has to come full circle. Sure. You've, you've got, you've got those years where you're trying to learn, trying to find yourself. I was the same fucking way. I didn't have much given to me, but I made a lot of poor choices. Well, and you were put in a position where, you know, with having a, you know, basically being what, 18, 19, whatever, and having a child, like, you know, it's kind of, you were sort of thrown into the fire right away. Like, Hey, like got to figure it out. Like now I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change it because if he wouldn't have shown up when he did me myself, I would be in a very different place today. Sure. I think he was a good reason to maybe tail back some of the shit I was participating in. Right. And I'm saying like, that's now not everybody reacts to that situation the same way. Right. There are people who do not change anything, um, unfortunately, but you know, you reacted to it appropriately and, and it, had to maybe grow, like said, grow I, up faster than I did or others. You I, know? I think it kept me in check, but not saying he maybe didn't experience some shit at a, young age that he didn't need to sure multiple times no yeah i mean in my case i fuck man like i fucked around i was 26 27 years old like before i got serious about living life but at the same time you know for the most part my poor decisions didn't really impact anybody other than me you know what i mean so it's like i guess i had that luxury if that's how you want to look at it yeah it's, and it's definitely not easier it's just different yeah and yeah, in hindsight, it's like, man, imagine where I'd be now if I'd uh, fucking got serious about things sooner. But then again, you think of like, okay, like, but maybe I would have missed out on different experiences that were really impactful in some different way. Like, yeah, I think about it and I think about, man, what if I would have started off differently? But unfortunately, it changes the outcome. And, you know, maybe my kids aren't here. Or, you know, so as much as I like to think back and wish I would have got a started sooner on doing something Mm -hmm. i i would never ever change yeah hey billy all you got to do is uh if you're watching this on youtube there should be somewhere to share like if you're going to share a video and send it to a friend on youtube you you should be able to do it the same way or if uh if it's on facebook same deal uh just share and you can send it to them like i said just like if you were going to send a video that you saw on either platform to someone it should work the same way um, I think. No, but, absolutely. Yeah. That's how it works. So, no, I think that, uh, no, you're right. And it's, I don't know, it's just a, it's a very like, and I remember like Fox telling us at one point in time, he's like, oh, your thirties are way better than your twenties. I, 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 I don't disagree either. Yeah. Cause it's like your twenties, you don't know shit. Right. Like, and don't get me wrong. That makes it fun in ways, but like you have no life experience for the most part and you're, you're out there in the world, right? We're staring down the barrel of 40. Okay. Yeah. And I'm not ready for this motherfucker to tail off. But I've heard people even say that 40 is better than 30, man. Okay. That's, that's where I'm, because think about it. Like, I think once you hit 30 or so, like in most cases, you're in a position where, okay, you've got, you've had a decade of like the real world. Like right. you, you get how shit works. You've made your mistakes. Like hopefully, yeah. you know, 
like let's say like even in the drinking realm like you you know like like by now I'm the type of person like okay like I can tell like when I was in my 20s fuck I just drank 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 and then like all of a sudden you're fucking puke drunk and you're like we're now it's like you you can you know you have a better sense of shit like that you can keep yourself out of bad situations as soon as you start leaning you're like <laughs> yeah. fuck it all right um and then as you get older obviously you know you have you have the benefit of life experience and you're typically by that point in your life making a little bit more money right so you can you can play a little you can, more you yeah. can spend your money to do you know experience spend your shit money you more wisely no, like no, do things no, no. i mean wisely in the sense of like you know what's worth spending money on and what isn't at that point in time no i would say by then you've learned you pay yourself first you get them bills out of the way then you can play you yeah i mean have fun enjoy life sure and i think that's just it man like and i think that really that as you get from 30s into 40s it's the same thing just maybe like better scaled up yeah. yeah, scaled up. Now, I mean, maybe once you hit fifty, maybe you turn the corner a little bit. I don't know. I mean, but even I don't want this, to. even these days, fifties isn't I don't old. Want to, like, depending on if if you're taking care of yourself, like fifties not that fucking grave, man. I want to slide head first into that motherfucker. I don't want to be one of those people that's like stuck at home for you know what I mean. And sure, just die like right? that sounds awful. I want to I want to fucking die the same way I lived, trying to have a good fucking time. No, that's how I want to go out. That's how it should be. A lot I of people think. don't want to, though. I don't think that it's people don't want to. Almost as as people don't know know how, maybe, or they feel like they're not capable. Sometimes, well, how are you not capable? You know what I mean. I think there's this weird dilemma that people end up in where you you have You're what afraid. you have what like internally like you want to do, but then like there's this block that happens between like mentally i want to be going out experiencing things living my life but physically i just feel like i cannot motivate myself to do these things you know i think that you know we talk about not that i don't think that mental health is something that's more prevalent now like or you know depression whatever i don't think it's more prevalent now but i think it's just more acknowledged now and accepted and I think that's something, especially you got to think, man, if you're, if you're in a situation where you're getting older, your body's breaking down in different ways. Like I think that it can take a toll on a person. You right. Know? But I mean, at what point in time do you like change in your mind that I fucking, I'm going to do something well, about I get, it. You totally, I mean? totally like, understand that. Like, you, you have the choice. Oh, sure. Absolutely. But I think that a lot of times people know that. But they're also, they don't believe in themselves. They're afraid of failure. They don't believe in themselves to take that step because they're like, well, I'm going to try, but I'm just going to fucking, I'm going to quit or fail anyway. So I'll just save myself the fucking trouble. Fuck that. I don't, you know, do I don't that. think they, they think of it like I'm just going to sit here and die. Well, but the old, the get busy living or get busy dying. Right. Like that's what you're doing. Have fun. And I ain't even saying you got to fucking go out and do all this crazy shit. Whatever you're into. Right. Find something you're into. Fucking do it. Right. Love it. Have a good time. Yeah, I mean, stimulate your mind, right? Stimulate your mind, your Absolutely. body. Absolutely. Whatever. Um, and I do think that as long as you keep your mind stimulated, the rest kind of follows in a way. Like, um, If you're engaged with anything in life. Right. Because your body's going to break down engaged. over time regardless. I mean, eventually. Yeah. 
And you can do things to push it off. I've already told you. I've told you. I've told you. I've told you. I've told these people. I'm going to be 15 the rest of my fucking life. When I die, it's going to say 15 on my obituary. Sure. But I mean, like, your body is going to deteriorate. It's just the way the world works. It's science, whatever. But, like, I think that if you can keep your mind stimulated in some way, that it could lead to, not necessarily lead to a longer life, but lead to a more fulfilling life. What would you just say? If you keep your your mind stimulated. Absolutely, man. My great-grandma was, like, 99 when she passed away. She answer any fucking thing you had till the day she died. Yeah. That's because she stayed in the loop. She was old school. You know what I mean? If someone was broke, you fixed it. Go to work every day. You know what I mean? She was a tough, tough fucking woman. Well, you know, you've heard the whole thing that you hear now, like tough times make tough people. Absolutely. Tough you know, or hard people, whatever. Hard people make soft times. Soft, soft times make soft people. We're in the soft people and we're in that absolutely. Absolutely. We're in that loop of soft people. And it's and it's not I get it. It it makes sense, right? I mean we we for the last forty years, like existence in our country at least has been pretty fucking positive. And to you know, on a on a large scale, I mean we can sure you can pinpoint different things that have been less than desirable, but like on a large scale you could say that Americans have lived pretty good lives for the last 40 years. We haven't been in war. I mean, well, I should say we haven't been in war. That's a lie. But, um, not, you know, we haven't like lived we in like, previously. like the era of like Vietnam and like where drafts and shit like that, where you had people being sent to war against their will and everything else. Um, it, we've had enough people step up that you get to live comfortably. Sure. And, uh, and we could, conversation for another day debate on like are those people properly taken care of you know obviously the answer is no but um i i understand that the whole theory that you know soft times make soft people you know i mean if that's that's where we are right now there's a lot fucking offended by everything i mean i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of countries around the world where like you you go to bed at night like not knowing what you're gonna wake up to in the morning or um where you're constantly under attack in some way, shape, or form, or whatever. There's I mean, plenty that of people exist here. There's plenty of people that do live in that situation here, and they're not fucking as offended about everything as a lot of the other people are. What do you mean? There's plenty of children going to sleep tonight that don't know what they're waking up to. Sure, you know. You heard that fucking song on TikTok, the one I sent you the other day, that rich men. North of Richmond. Guy with a big old red beard. Looks like Ginger yeah. Jesus out sure. in the woods. You got to listen to that fucking song. Oliver Anthony. He That shit will never get played on the radio. Because he's speaking truth. Sure. People don't enjoy truth. Yeah. Oh, and that's... I think we're... like. And speaking of that, I mean, we are certainly on the verge of, I think, things shifting, like, from this decades of comfort to discomfort um for a lot of different reasons and it and the what's going to make it worse is that the vast majority of us are not mentally physically equipped to handle a world that looks like that no you know that we're not that far removed from no and uh we've talked about it on other episodes like you know power grid and goofy shit like that but i mean 
I mean, fuck, I'll tell you right now. Like, I'm someone who's like very aware of the possibility, but I don't like, I am not prepared for that to happen. You know, I don't have a emergency supply of can, you know, I don't, I don't like, I, I don't have these different things in place for when this takes place at some point in time. Like I, and I imagine that the vast majority let's, of people don't. Let's talk a little bit about Hawaii. Okay. I'm going to throw a little conspiracy out there. I think there's a big part of Maui that has been owned by indigenous people of Hawaii for a very long time that would not come off of it. Now, they have volcanoes, all sorts of shit in Hawaii, right? When have you ever seen a wildfire the size of what, I mean, basically has wiped this motherfucker out? Sure. Don't you think a volcano would do the same? It depends. It depends. I mean, right on how but bad I think. If, if shit catches on fire, if it spread like it did this time, you think it would do the same, right? Right. I believe there's a large part of that island, like I said, owned by indigenous people that would never sell off. And so they're pushing them out, you're saying? When you wipe the slate clean, what's it worth now? Sure. I wouldn't put it past you, you, like you our will, government. You like, willing to, not even I ain't even saying the fucking government. Maybe some of those investors that's always wanted that beachfront property. Well, but who do you think they're backed that's a, by? Like, that's all they see it as is beachfront sure. property. Those right. people, this is their this is their homeland. This right. Oh, it's it's similar to like let's just it's just a very reservations. Well, yes, yes, it's a very small situation of what happened to Native Americans. Right. I mean, right. You, same type of thing. And. I don't know, man. The more I see it, I'm now, like, oh. I'll say this, and I know you're you are, I know you're a big supporter, advocate, whatever you want to call it, for like Native Americans and that like mm-hmm. whatever they had was stolen from them. And, and I do agree. Oh from, man, you know, Anyb- but anybody that wants a bitch and argue, but they got those, fucked harder than anybody. But the thing else. is, though, they were doing the same thing that white men did to them to each other. You know, taking but, territory, raping and pillaging each other. Whatever. And I think this, at the time know. that was like the, but I'm saying like trend. It's all that happened is just you know when the U.S. military came in, they had bigger guns, right? I mean, then that's right. right. So they were doesn't make any. I'm not saying, better, but I mean like but yeah, it's not, it's not something. It's not like now I'm sure there were tribes that lived peaceful lives, but doesn't mean that they were impervious there to was. other tribes invading they, them or attacking. They them. probably got invaded first. And, you know, so what happened to them, while tragic, is not any different than what they were already doing to each other. It just happened on a larger scale by a more powerful entity. Yeah. In a way. But it doesn't make it, it right. a lot of that fucking history. Right. Some of the tribes well, completely wiped out. Man. Sure. And I'm not... They like, don't exist I'm not, anymore. I'm not, I'm, I'm not justifying it by just, any means. Just but, like Illinois. The Kaskaskia, Cahokia. Right. Find, and that's find what, one of them cats. Sure, gone. You know, some of those. That's kind of going back in time. But well, did you know that out in front of uh, Route Twenty Nine, in front of Cat Mossville, there are literally like those two mounds? or three like. Yeah. And I'm like, I think about it, and I don't drive that way to work now because the bridge is out. But like, I drive by there, you know, and there almost every day. I just see those things. And I'm like, God, like think about like 
what this would have looked like 300 years ago or whatever it was, right? And you wouldn't be safe in your what, Silverado. <laughs> no. Or then you think what would what would those people think if they could see this now? You know, like just you really fucked up. <laughs> like don't you think? Well, and then you think of just that area in general. Like you went from what was probably like beautiful like grasslands right on the river, everything probably else. didn't flood back then. And now you have you're literally on the very land that you're buried on is one of the largest manufacturers of machinery in the world, you know, with multiple factories and right on a four lane divided highway. And it's just like the, it is a total contradictory of like the way that life was lived there once upon a time. Yeah, absolutely. And and I, and I get that's just one, but I'm sure there are other instances of that, especially as you go West uh, where you see the same thing now, West the West is still mostly. It's pretty desolate. Yeah, you got your pockets of your. So you you could probably but... see things that looked pretty much the same as they did back then, but like I mean, not not just not that there weren't tribes on the East Coast because there certainly were. Um, Are you talking about the Asians? <laughs> what? <laughs> I guess no. that was the West Coast. That was San Francisco. No. Hey, Mike. What's up, man? Um, no, I just saw Mike up there. Uh, yeah, it's it's just weird. I don't know. I mean, and I get that's just maybe you, you could just write that off as well. Hey, that's just evolution, man. That's just the way the world goes, and someday that'll be us. I guess. I mean, maybe someday the cemeteries. You know, once the aliens come back, right? They'll be like, hey, they'll, they'll. how long before they put white people on reservations? <laughs> maybe Probably knows. pretty soon, huh? I don't you know. think so? The German, you think Warren the, Buffett? The, the Germans tried. I mean. Yeah. There's different white people, I guess. But you know, maybe one day, once the aliens take over, like cemeteries will be the equivalent of these burial mounds that exist. You know, like, like here's where the... Speaking of cemeteries, you're fucking punk ass. We got to do it. But it's never, like, it's not we that you act it. like the only we thing that's... Do you it. No, that's as exactly if, what no, it is. You act as if the only thing that stood in the way of that is my... Air and opportunity. My hesi- Air and opportunity. hesitancy. Motherfucker, I already told you, I'll buy the mics. We'll go do it. Old Salem, we're gonna do it. Ouch! She called you out. That's true. I mean, they, the, the, the Germans put a lot of people on <laughs> what you could consider to be reservations. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna leave that one alone. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm sure you know, maybe you're a little conflicted with your German heritage over there, but not as much as I thought. Man, <laughs> have you ever done the ancestry thing? No. And that's usually, but well, my I'm way more Scottish than English than I ever would have thought. I have not. One of my dad's sisters did, and my dad assumed obviously that his would be the same as hers, right? And right. and like my you dad, should. my dad always said that you should do it. He it's assumed cool. that we had a lot of American Indian, and like yeah. no, like next to none. Yeah, uh, same same as you. A lot of like German, um, you're just European in general. Absolutely. <laughs> the uh, the funny part is though very white. The, the funny the funny part is there's a very there was a a percentage on there of uh, Swahili of the uh, yeah. no it was like specifically like the Mandingo tribe or yes okay which I know which part of me is that so yes from the belly button up <laughs> that must be the, that must be the tribe that uh, the larger the belly the more <laughs> yeah that tribe the more prestigious <laughs> yes <laughs> oh, fuck. Shaka Zulu would be so mad at you. 
Um, no, but it's uh, when you it's I think that sometimes it's easier to like just wander through like life almost blissfully ignorant to like what's really going on because I think if you really go down the rabbit hole on some of this stuff, like you freak yourself the fuck out because. I don't know that I, I mean, like part of me is like, I want to know the truth. Like what's going on? Who's in power? Who's in control? What do they know? But like, God damn, like, do you really want to know that? Like, cause the frightening story is if we ever could just fucking take our heads out of our asses, you know, who could be in control? The people. Sure. Well, but and that's fucking piss it away. Well, and that's what's crazy. That's, that's literally stupid bullshit stuff. That's Every literally what, that's how this country was created, right? Is the people got stood tired up and said, that's enough. You like, feed me shit so long, eventually, you know, what right. I usually say, you enjoy the taste. Right now, we enjoy the taste. That's the bad part. Yeah. At some point in time, you got to be like, you know what? Fucking it's enough. I'm done. I think there's too many people that rely on the system, though. Fuck that too A little bit. To push back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not Change even talking. And I'm not Change even talking about like I'm not even talking about yeah like welfare specific. But I mean, just I in different ways. No, about. I'm saying just in different ways. And there's people just that rely on the system working as it's designed um, for their comfort or whatever. I mean, and let's talk that, at the higher levels. Could still like work, and it the, could work in our fucking favor. At the higher levels, you have you know the people that work the system for their financial benefit in different ways. And those people right. are the, the people that probably could have the, the inside track to changing things won't because they benefit from the current system too much. Right. But who works for their companies? Yeah. Us. Well, right. But the thing is, is if you just can't but, ever get enough people to do one thing, that's, the, well, that's, that's, the that's just it. Like if you, if you're like, I've had enough and you choose to not put up with X company anymore, they don't give a shit because there's a hundred people behind you that will. That's fine. That's what I'm saying. You can't get enough of people to make a conscious decision to tell them to get fucked. Yeah. I Which mean, I did. I'm looking forward to this little vacation I got. I'm going to the Dells, not next week, but the week after. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Be I, great. But you, you have to tell the listeners how you, like... After last time, you vowed to never return to the state of Wisconsin, um, and here you are. It's the power of I'm love. Going, I'm, yeah, a little bit. I mean, that little pussy control. But uh, fucking Hank is trying to make an escape, man. He's just been crawling towards the top of that tank the whole time. It's you. Time. It's your voice. Um, I'm looking forward to that Moose Jaw place. I love that. That's about the only thing I got going up there. I can get fuck less about the water. You guys book your room yet? Yep. Where are you staying? Uh, wilderness there you go. Um, steps away from the swim up bar. So there you go, man. I walk out my hotel room right into the swim up bar, and I got a wet bar in the room. So fuck you're em. gonna dig it, man. I, I know think I you're, gonna, you're gonna like it a lot more than Mount Olympus. Guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was ghetto. And that's where we we've been two, three times. We stay there every time. It's yeah, good times. I don't know. You hear some people the Africa place, Kalahari or Kalahari's good too. Fan. Yeah. Noah's Ark, everybody's like, that's the best park there is there. Just size. I thought I heard something that like they, the, I thought they had some issues. Like, like, yeah. like they shut part of it down or something. I don't know. Everywhere's got fucking issues, but, but everybody has their own fucking opinion too. So, so you're going what next week? Um, 24th. 
Okay. But I think we're going to leave on that Wednesday and maybe go nice. to like Kenosha. Okay. Stay there for the night and then drive. It's like total, because isn't Kenosha over on the lake? Yeah, it's basically just right across the border. Yeah. Why is it just because? I don't want to hang around. I don't want to make. You go through Chicago to get to Kenosha. Yeah. I don't want to make the five hour fucking trip Thursday morning. So Wednesday night. It'll take fucking five hours to get there. What? Like from my house, it's maybe three. And from here, what, four? Yeah. That's fine. Whatever. Then I'm going to ride three hours. I'm going to take a one hour trip in the morning right to the fucking place and swimming. Because what usually happens, dad drives the whole fucking time. Sure. And then. By the time I get there, I'm like, fuck, just let me chill out. Everybody wants to swim. Everybody wants to do every fucking thing. And I'm like, go do it. Just leave me alone. Right. You know, so. Well, the good part is, is that your kids are about the age where. I don't want to be grumpy, dad. You don't got to fucking worry about it. Like. Yeah, the little one, you got to fucking worry about it. Sure. She's a fucking dictator right now. (laughs) Right. Um, No, that's a good place, man. I think you'll enjoy yourself. You got to go to, are you going to be on the weekend? What? You got to be there over the weekend. Wednesday through Saturday. Yeah. You're leaving Saturday or you're leaving Sunday? Sunday. So Saturday morning, get up and go to. uh, That fucking diner. Paul Bunyan's. Go to Paul Bunyan's. I'm not fucking going to eat flapjacks. No, dude. Get the fuck out of here. So I want. I I hate pancakes. No, listen. I hate pancakes. Give me a little splash. I don't smoke weed, so I don't eat pancakes. I had the same concern that it was like going to be this gimmicky thing. It is. It's not. Like, you get in there. Now, they pack people in there like crazy. I'll, give, I'll tell you that. But, like, the service was quick. You sit like a picnic table, basically, made of wood. Asshole to belly button with strangers. But, but no, no. You'd be with your family. It'd be like a table this size. You'd all be at one table. But That's they a really small it, fucking picnic They serve table. it family style. So you get, like, a plate of pancakes, biscuits, gravy, That's eggs, saying, bacon. It's all Bill, family style. Bill over here is fucking pulling off my stack no, or what? No, it's just your group. Okay. Yeah, it's just your group. No, it's just your little table of people. So if I bring a family of five or a family of 12, do I pay a different bill? What's going on? I think it's per person. Okay. And uh, I'm still not going. It's per person. I'm not going. They they serve Bloody Marys and mimosas and stuff. Cut wood while I'm fucking eating. No, they, I think they do have a thing outside where they have like a lumberjack show, but I don't know. But that's not in the morning. You can't eat your bacon while I don't think so. Fuck it. But no, man, it's like, it's like the food was good. It wasn't stupid expensive. You got and like you could just get refills on stuff. Like you eat whatever, bring me more of this, bring me more of that. It was almost like a buffet at your table. I'm gonna go to I wanna do I'm gonna go to Nig's bar. What'd you say? Nig's bar. I'm gonna do that haunted uh bar crawl or whatever. I wanted to do it last time, but this time I'm gonna do it. Fuck them. They're gonna drive me around and tell me ghost stories while I'm drinking. Yeah, beers. Rachel Rachel was like her and my dad were looking at that one time we were up there. I'm gonna check it, it out. It. I don't care. Well, they have like a boat ride that goes up to like. Do it's like a ghost tour. Boat ride? I don't think so. Okay, fuck it. I'm doing the bar crawl then. Do we see Twitter comments? I don't know. They should. It would show a little birdie. Scroll down. Is there any more? Yeah, probably. Yeah. If somebody was talking on Twitter, it'd pop up yeah. or Facebook or YouTube. But no, doing that haunted bar crawl. I looked at it last time. I looked at it pretty hard. Old lady wasn't in. I was like, fuck it. I'll go. I'll catch a trolley myself. I'm a sure independent man. But I didn't go. So this you time ever seen I those, have to fucking do it. Have you ever seen the, the videos of those jet, those jet boat rides on the river? Up there? Yeah. 
I'll give him a pole. Yeah, it's like this big jet. You saying the wind boat? Or are you saying like it's legit a jet, jet boat? boat like it's a jet boat. Mo, it's got rows of people. I mean, it's probably got ten rows. Which is a fucking across. fan or no fan? No, it's not a fan boat. It's got jet engines on the okay. back. A guy right. sits in the back. On Lake and, Dutton. Uh, no, it's it's on the Wisconsin River, which okay. runs it. But like they literally, I'll show you a video when we're done. But like there's they'll t- go up and they get by the dam. Mexican place that we ate right there. Uh, they get up by the dam. And they fucking hit a 360 in the water in that fucking boat, dude. It's fucking wild. Yeah. 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 It's pretty cool. Like, motherfucker, I can't swim great. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you sound a waiver. trying to do this to me. You could do one of the duck boats. Those are the ones that drive into the water. We did that. Um, we're supposed to go out and see some shit. We did one in Florida that was pretty cool, actually. Because jet boats are we pretty badass. F- fed dolphins and stuff. That was cool. Like, the most popular one, I think, is called like the Wild Thing or something like that. They play fucking loud ass music while they're. Screaming you down the river. I'd be cool with that. The kids all be like, ah. <laughs> but yeah, if it. we're playing Ricky Vaughn the whole way down, I'd be kidding me. Yeah. No, I can't wear up. my Hoochie Daddy shorts. You could. Just be all bone. You should. Just be, be all, all bone. bone the whole time. <laughs> Fuck. You probably fit right in, man. No, I'm going to have a good time. I hope it's nice and sunny. Yeah. But if it's not, swim up bars inside. So fuck them. I don't care. And so the bar. When you go in, the like seats now, are in the water. I now, see not it. all of them. So, weird. so it's weird. Like you can walk down, like stairs, and go to the bar, like dry. I'm jumping. Or the fuck in. they have a pool that's like a three foot deep pool. You can get Perfect in and hang out. And it's got little drown. stools in the water that are right up at the bar too. Absolutely. So that's... if you don't want to get in the pool but you want a beer, you can still get a beer without going in the water to. My hang wet out. bar better but, be stocked. But it's it won't be stocked. What? No way. Bitches, I no. paid extra 40 bucks. There would be $40 it. worth of liquor. In I don't know. You'll have, have to look at what your setup was, but I doubt it. Um, did you get the wet bar? No, I did not. But I'm going to send you pictures. That motherfucker is me. I'm going to be sipping on Jose Cuervo. I, um, now, one thing you'll have to, uh, the, they do have a sign. I think they even have a person. Like You have to be 21 to get into the pool of the swim up bar. Yeah, so absolutely. that's good for you because your kids can't chase you in there. But mm-hmm. I don't want them in there anyway. Right? Fucking. Send I them think to the wave pool. I think it even has one of those little things where you can go outside, outside, inside, and that in the same little yeah, pool. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. So you'll be right at home. I hope so. That's in the, the whole the wild water dome where the wave pool is. I don't know nothing about that. It's got the big tidal wave thing. Yeah. I'm a big fan of those. Well, it's not like the it. Mount Olympus one. That's as close as I get to drowned in ever in my yeah, life. But so. that's where the wave pool... And they have a little kitty area right next the to Mount it. The Mount Olympus one is titties. It is. That's like dangerous. <laughs> like, I love it. <laughs> I've seen those videos. Fuck. I've never been tied up in so many Mexicans <laughs> when the fucking <laughs> Poseidon comes through. You just... It's like... Your crowd surfing at fucking Santana. They screaming like crazy. Viva La Poseidon. <laughs> no, it was it was good times. I that's probably my favorite part of the whole place. Yeah. Is that in that sketchy ass uh roller coaster that goes under, under the, the parking, parking lot? lot. Yeah. yeah. Um Hey, speaking of roller coasters, did you see I'm sure you saw a couple years ago, like the the top thrill dragster at Cedar Point, like they shut it down because like got stuck. Oh well, no, it like right on the, the way back. Some part off. a part flew off, hit a lady in the head, and like fucked her up. Destroyed back. her. Yeah. Um, so it shut down at that point, and now they've reimagined it. Mm-hmm. And so now it's still mostly set up the same. They just they just released it. So it's you're gonna launch at sixty you something miles an hour, go up. Sixty. Come back, you do go a buck up 20. a spike, 
and then go back and up and over. Fuck right. that. That's so, yeah, I thought the best part was the 20, launch, right? Yeah. Like, you know, you're going to get to a buck 20 after the you come back up, and yeah. then you're going to go that fast to get up and over. Right. But you don't get that zero to whatever anymore. Yeah, that was the best part. Um, I'd, I'd like to go back there again. It's been a bit. I probably need to shed a few LBs, though, so I can fit on a few of them roller coasters. The first time me and Don and Boy did it, man, we sat there and we watched it a couple times. And we're both like, we're not crazy about heights. You ain't up there for very long. <laughs> no, you're not. You're fucking. You but want. it does kind of creep over that oh, fucking God. hump. But and then right back. But yeah, I love roller coasters. Even though I'm a huge pussy about it. Yeah. Big fan. Because we went a couple of years ago, and none of the kids were old enough to really ride anything. But like we did. A lot ride. of people said that Kings Island. Is Kings Island supposed Real to be close. the shit? And, says titties, yeah. and it's this. It's owned by the same company. That's right. your point. Um, it's a nicer park, from what I understand. Like my cousin Alex and Zach, like they're roller coaster like enthusiasts, and they went on like a little fucking. They went to Cedar Point, Kings Island. They went on like a little like two week Six tour. Flags. Just the two of them. They went. Right. They went there. They went to. They went out east to like maybe Bush Gardens and Williamsburg. They went to Hershey Park. They went down to Tampa to Bush Gardens and shit. And uh, they said that Kings Island is it's just a really nice park. The way it's set up everything so it's cincinnati it's about the same distance as going to cedar what, point from what here. i'm hoping for the dells is being school is back in by the time we should be up. a little Fuck quiet yeah. Yeah, yeah it should be i hate when it's packed yeah because the first time we went we went in like late september and yeah it was it was pretty quiet man um now the outdoor water parks were closed because i think they closed like labor day mm-hmm but all the inside shit's plenty. And, uh, yeah, it was nice. And then the last couple times we've gone, it's been a little busier. But it's been like we went for like a week the last time, the first time. Right. And, like, during the week especially, it wasn't shit. Um, the last couple times it's just been weekend trips. So a little busier. As busy but, as it's going to be. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's my hopes. I don't know. My beef when I go anywhere, whether it's fuck me, and I get it's just like the nature of like popular places are going to have a lot of people. Period. That's why you're there. But like, but for some reason, dude, it like chaps my ass so bad. Like I, I just have this heightened awareness all the time of like people around me and how they're behaving, and when I just see people that just appear to suck, like. fucking piece of shit like people like when we talked about when we went to milwaukee like the fucking people that left the, ho- the hotel pool a fucking mess like or you go up there and you see a group of people at a table next to you like when you sit there at the wilderness and like they leave and they just leave their shit trashed or whatever like that fucking right. stuff drives me nuts i don't yeah, know why it doesn't matter though but i get it i mean yeah yeah it does I not my it does not impact me but like I'm just like, how much could you suck? Like, that you just have no fucking respect for anything. Well, most of these people are like, well, I paid $300 to no. be here. I'm going to leave all my shit everywhere. Fuck you. No, That's not my job. That. The guy walking around, he feels the same way. Yeah. I'm here to make sure you don't drown and your kids aren't assholes. Yeah. Throw your shit away. It's not my fucking like, deal. You, their job is to just come to the table, wipe off any debris, and make it good for the next person. Like, right. it's not... They shouldn't have to throw all your fucking garbage away. Like, 
You know, that's that's what kills me as I'm just like, God damn it, people. Like, have some fucking respect. They don't. No. They don't and I let it bother me, like, on a cellular level sometimes. Like Most of those people, when I see that shit, I'm like, God, I can only imagine what your house looks like. I And, you know, I don't know if that's even, like, if, a fair... It is. No, the, it absolutely You think is. so? Because oh, I, yeah. I bet there's people, like you said, that they think that since they're somewhere else that it's someone else's responsibility and i think about like when we coached wrestling what did we always fucking tell those kids like you leave it better than you found it like that's we sat in an that's area for of the bleachers, everything in life yeah whatever but i'm saying like that's it like if we sat in a section of the bleachers or whatever like hey like this fucking area better be just as clean as it was or cleaner than when we showed up like pick up your shit take care of your yourself have some responsibility and same thing, like the buses. We'd get back on the bus, like clean up the fucking bus. Like right. that's not the bus driver's job to clean up your fucking trash off. They the were floor. here to drive your ass, yeah, safely. And and that stuff always fucking chaps my ass. Yeah, like I said, a lot of people are dirtbags, and I don't care how fucked up you are, or whatever the case may be. That that really has no relevancy. Sure. If you're too drunk to clean up after yourself, you're just like too even in drunk a hotel room. I get you're gonna have garbage, but at least have it in like a fucking pile. At least have it in like one spot, right? Like I those get those are the, tiny cans. I'll they are tiny cans, but at least like have so it by f- the fucking garbage can or something. You're f- like you're filling the box back up. I mean, there's all sorts of things you never know in a hotel room. That's a fucking <laughs> all wild bets are off. Son. All that, bets are off. That. Tom Segura skit, he talks about, like, fucking defiling a hotel room. Absolutely. I'm all on board with that. I just hope they clean it for the next person because God knows what took place. Well, I mean, I've come across goofy, like, TikToks or whatever where they talk about people, like, work at hotels, and they're like, yeah, like, people die in hotel rooms all the time or commit suicide, and, like, they basically just change the sheets and move on to the next person. (laughs) And I'm like, I always think about that shit, man. Like, when I'm in a hotel room, I'm like, oh, I wonder if anybody's ever died died in this room. Whatever. In more like, ways than one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literally or spiritually. Spiritually, yeah. It happens. Oh. Uh, five for five. What do you think? You're like over the move your little mouse there. What do we got? Liv says she loves Tom Segura. Tom Segura's great. He is. Um, He's very good. His show with Burt Kreischer is pretty funny. Like Two Bears, One Cave or whatever. Um but yeah, they're they are a great connection. What's funny is he was on a podcast by himself, I think, recently, and they asked him like, "Does does Bert have any, like, do you have any like pet peeves about, about Bert?" And he was uh, he was going on about like, I'm trying to remember what exactly what it was, because he kind of came off a couple that drive him crazy about Bert, and it was, uh, I think one was like he said that sometimes like. He treats people like, let's say, like on their podcast, like workers that'll treat people kind of shitty, and he'll be like, "Hey, man, like you don't fucking know what like they got going on." And be like, "Oh shit, I'm sorry." Like, <laughs> but the my the funniest thing I think about Bert Kreischer is that he, out of all the people you see in the public eye, he is the most public alcoholic that's in denial of being an alcoholic. Oh, like, I'm not sure <laughs> like, he's an alcoholic. Um, maybe. Which is pretty funny. Uh, oh, what'd she say? There, I gotta read that real quick. She's seen Bert twice. Some people suck. It's true. Some a lot of people suck. Honestly, I was thinking that as I was driving here, dude. I'm like, 
I feel like people have got worse at driving. You gotta fucking get over that, man. I know. Maybe you just like need for to get my in own... front of people. Stop driving behind people. Drive faster no, dude, than like, everybody I'm else. Just, so you're I'm in front just like of them. south of town, like heading out of town. Car coming at me, like hits the shoulder, rocks flying up. I'm like, what the fuck? Not like, towards you though. No, rocks was, are flowing coming, up the other. But fucking I'm like, because by he's like some old guy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what the Maybe fuck? he had a couple fucking beamers. He's just trying to get home. You know, it's just there's so Why are you many coming at my guy. Look, All I right, tell this you what, ain't bad. I told you it ain't bad, dude. Like, keep talking, shut up. For twenty bucks, dude. Like that stuff is legit. Yeah, and like I'm not gay, but twenty bucks. Is 20. twenty bucks, like, yeah. not in the face. Uh, Money up. We'll front. have to have live. Ask your dad. I heard. I know her dad's right. He's a bourbon connoisseur. I'll see if he's into the Evan Williams bottled and bond. I don't know. It is. I'm does Matthew you. Matthew doesn't drink very much? Does he live? I don't think so. I thought you were. Or excuse me. No, who? It, yeah, who is it? Who is it? No. Who's the drinker? Troy. Troy. Sorry, yeah. my bad. Troy. He is he a bourbon guy? Yeah, Matthew. Okay. Matthew. More sorry, of a... my bad. So. Yeah. See, you're right. My fault. So Troy, let's find out if Troy is an Evan Williams bottled and bond fan. All things considered, though, like cheap, but for as cheap as it is, yeah, yeah. it's pretty good. It tastes. It don't taste like any evil. It's Williams not. It's I ever not rock gut whiskey by no. any means. No, yeah, they fucking stepped their game up once the white people started paying. Here today, white label. Look <laughs> exactly. At that. Fuck. That's all it took. Five for five, Brad. How do so, you feel about it? So you want to do five favorite episodes? Five favorite episodes. So th- th- naturally, there's probably there may be some overlap here. Out of a hundred, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. So you better not either. Okay. We can pick ten out of a hundred, maybe. You want to go first? I do. You go first. Okay. Number five. Number five. He should be higher on my list, just because of. I love this man. I love him more than probably any comedian ever. Uh, the first time I listened to this guy, it was like listening to him when I was a child was like the first time you got the Playboy channel to come in. <laughs> <laughs> That's Richard fucking Pryor, man. That was a good one. I love not even so much the episode. I love him and I love his tie to where we're from. That's yeah. ours. Well, you know, fucking, we own it. You know what I mean? Yeah, they got a statue of him in fucking Peoria. They're, I'm pretty sure they have a street named after him. I fucking. They got his picture at the Jukebox Comedy Club. That's right. I love him. I love everything about him. I love how he did shit. Fuck everybody. He pushed limits long before a lot of people did. And comedy would not be where it's at without him. That was a huge one. I, I, Huge fan. Like I said, should be higher on my list, but I wanted to get it out there. Sure. I felt it. Like, I love the CD part. And like, in the beginning, we're talking about the whorehouses, like where he was raised. The rags to riches thing, man. I love it. Love everything about it. Um, Let's see here. I am, for number five, let's see. It's tough because there's a few I know I want to take, but they'd probably be higher. 
Um, I tell you what, this is one I've always I've always liked was when we did our the very first time we did like face of death or whatever with the serial killers and we did like an intro episode. Yep. And that episode and you talked about Inside the Mind of the Killer. Jeffrey Dahmer like in Black Angus. That was <laughs> no, that no, was it was Jeff, that was, it was Jeffrey not, Dahmer's no, no, no. episode. Yes. No, yes. it wasn't. No, no, no. It, I swear to God it wasn't. It was in the intro We're gonna episode. We're going to have to play it back. No, it was in the it, it was in the intro episode cuz we were talking about how some guys like partook in cannibalism. And I said, do you think it was like when they're at the grocery store and they're like, oh, this, this, this? And you're like, well, I don't know, Jeffrey Dahmer, kind of like that Black Angus. You th- is that what it was? Yeah. The intro? Inside in the Mind episode. of the Killer? Yep. Mm-hmm. And it was in that one for sure. And so, and that, that is fucking great. So that's my number five. Um. Oh, for four, I'm going to get kind of sentimental. It doesn't exist anymore. It used to could, but the first one, we were virgins. You know what I mean? We didn't know what the fuck to talk about. <laughs> no, nope. we didn't we're know talk what about to the NFL. Like, we're like <laughs> looking at each other, so awkward. We didn't think, have any clothes on. I we think, had the mics on. Think, thankfully, I but. think somewhere in that episode is me saying, "You can cut that out, right?" And when, <laughs> we, when we thought we'd just be super easy, just to like we just let her ride. Something. We let her ride. No, that's good. No, it was super easy, but we just let her ride. Um, just that first one, the Band-Aid. Ripping that fucking Band-Aid. Half, half, half of anything you do in life, the first one, five, ten of them are going to suck. Sure. There's in a our learning, case, the first 100. There's <laughs> a learning curve to everything. Like, if it's something you want to do, you want to be decent at, okay, perfect, you fucking just gotta keep doing it, man. Sure. Doesn't matter what it is. Um number four for me is probably uh, on I'll say this. Number four for me is gonna be the the very first time that we did an episode with TBR. Like just the whole thought of we are literally recording a podcast with people that are fucking on the other side of the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. super cool. That in itself is awesome. Two, the fact those guys are fucking great guys. Yeah, stand up um, dudes, every one of them. And being able to sit here, drink beers, talk about beer and football and whatever else and j- just that people kind of shoving the- flares up their ass. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just sort of the creation of that relationship with them in general was you know the Boston awesome. beer party. Yeah, so yeah. I'm gonna take that as number four. Um, three. Where do I go? I think. I think I go Ted Bundy, in the yeah. Zombie Mountain String Band. <laughs> yes. Uh, that was our first faces of death. Yeah, because we talked about how he would use the his, yeah, yeah. his this CrossFit gym or something. No, like, no, that, that was no, Ridgeway. That, that was Ridgeway. Was it? Are yeah, you sure? Green River. Yes, yes. No, because we talked. Ridgeway was. Listen, stop. Ridgeway would fuck him till the flies came home. Yeah, I know that. But and the rocks planted, and stuff. But he planted them along the Green River. 
No, listen. No, 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 no. You're Stop. wrong. You're wrong. Stop. I'm telling you, you're fucking wrong, dude. No. Yes, because the on the mountain he had multiple ones set up. No. Yes. He did not have them set up. We're gonna goddamn. We're gonna be all night listening to these episodes and settle these arguments. Because I'm telling you, fucking Gary, it was Ted Bundy. No, Gary Ridgeway had the American Ninja Warrior <laughs> corpse. I don't course. think so. Yes, he nope. did. I'm, nope. I swear to God. Agree to disagree. Okay. <laughs> Ted went back up the mountain. Because he was paint, he was painting their faces and shit. Yes, yes, but he did not pose them. That was Ridgeway. He would take his wife back there and fuck her over top of their bodies. Completely. Who would? Ridgeway. I don't remember that. That was his CrossFit gym. We, I, I promise you. I promise you. But all right, we'll settle that one. I like. I'm a huge fan of the Faces of Death. I love it. I think it brings out some crazy conversations. Obviously, like we just had. But I think Ted was kind of the beginning, you know. Sure. Oh, he absolutely was because it was the first one. But yeah, he kind of started. There's been others. There's some I listen back to. It's like fuck. They were, some of them just kind of boring, right? I mean, Berkowitz. Like, oh like, God, fuck! What are you talking about yeah. that guy? But we knew it Should've though. We knew him. it when we were doing it that this was Fuck. compared to what we had done to that point. We're like, this is stupid. Yeah, we should have had him early. Should have just made some shit up. Exactly. Like exactly. son of Uncle Sam, literally. <laughs> uh all right, so what am I on? Is it three? my three? Yeah. I'm gonna say just for the sake of like its popularity, the Hunter S. Thompson episode. Like, it's insane that it has... He's floating the boat. Like, nearly 5,000 listens. And and I think that, in a way, we sort of struck gold. Like, just coincidentally, we didn't even know, but, like, Joe Rogan had just had a podcast with, he, like... He is e- easily the most interesting person we've talked about. Yeah, and Rogan easily. happened to, like, literally the week before we released that was talking about him on his podcast and so but it continues but i'm saying sure but it i gets, think that it gets more plays it, than anything else we put well out. it jumped fast i'm saying so right. like, i think that it just was people were like heard that and were curious and started digging and there's not there's no the, the crazy part is here's your chance you tell everybody how you felt about it when i presented it to you i don't necessarily remember who the fuck is hunter s thompson yeah, 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 no, and I was. I was like, I, I wasn't sure who. I mean, I knew of like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, right? Like, I had heard of that and that correlation, but like. At some point in time, I think we need to go back through and get our pull on the rum diaries, like when he was in Puerto Rico. And he's right. such an interesting dude. Oh, absolutely. And like, it's I'd, fucking There's horrible. no denying that now. How he. And I will say, suicide, whatever. He chose to go out the way he chose to go out, but I think that story ended just a little too soon. I sure. think he probably still had a little something in the tank. Yeah, probably. Um, oh, so your turn. Um, Number two. I'm going to go with TB. And TB. I'm not going to elaborate. TB, loyal listener. Episode 33. The destruction of the fishing bucket, because that was that was a life altering 
bowel TB. movement. TB. What the fuck is TB? Loyal listener. Think of the initials. TB. Oh, You're God. still looking at me, Goofy. I told you the other why day am I? it was. Yeah, why, why oh, are you? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, but the destruction of the fishing bucket was a serious issue in this house. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that everybody came out to check up on me. I'm like, just leave me alone. This is the lowest... This is the lowest part of my life right now. Just leave me alone. That is, I've known you for a long time. That is not the lowest part of your life. I know. At the time it was. <laughs> God damn it. Not even close, man. Like That's not even like bottom 10. It's probably not. But <laughs> uh, It was a good... I, I mean, I can still see it now in my mind. I love that bucket. She's gone now. Gone, but not Say forgotten. R.I.P. <laughs> Um, so number two, number two, Ed Kemper, big Ed, man. what's it like, called? What the, do you remember the co-ed killer? No. What's it called? The act. Oh, um, was it Irimatio? All right. Yeah. Irimatio, uh, which is the act of like fucking a neck root, apparently, <laughs> Uh, which we struggled a, with in that episode. <laughs> just a blowjob from the other end. That's all it is. <laughs> oh, is that making a suck job? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, gosh. I mean, he was one of the, I still like. Fascinating. One of the most fascinating people we talked about because we said it numerous times throughout that series. He seemed to be the most likable of oh. all of the, the le- despite some of his acts. Like the most, he seemed to be the most normal, right? Um, At times, yeah. And the less, least monster-like, if you will, because I still say that had he just murdered his mother first, he would have never killed anyone else. Like I think that the whole deal there was he had a serious issue with mom, and he, in some weird way, was channeling his anger through murdering these other people until he finally murdered because he only murdered what like six people or something only whatever <laughs> but like it wasn't like some of these other fucking guys and once he murdered his mother and her friend done that was it like yeah, it's over um i think if he would have just killed his mom in pueblo colorado that's where it ended initially it's crazy that his story would have been much shorter and we probably never would have even heard of him honestly but because I mean, you're the crazy shit from his childhood, whatever. Like, so yeah, number two for me, Big Ed. All right. My ones, though, and I kind of went back and forth. Um, I love this guy. I, uh, history, I, I think he's completely changed history, the course of history. And I'm taking Larry Flint. Numeral Uno. Nobody, nobody fuck, you know, like fuck the man bigger than Larry Flint and got away with it. Was successful and successful for a very long time. I love that. Like, he's an outlaw, like to a T. He definitely was the type of guy that lived his life with both middle fingers in the air. Right? I mean, and took bullets for it. 
You know what I mean? Literally. Paralyzed. Yeah. Rest of his life. Gangster. And OG, they probably thought Larry that Flint. would slow him down. But little did they know. <laughs> little did they Ramped know. Ramped him up. That he was going to roll his crippled ass right into court. Yeah. Um, and which he did. Uh, my number one. And I would say, um, and it's funny, Matty Ice asked me at one point, not too long after him and I met through you, and he said, you know, we had, we were talking about pub time, and he's like, you know, what, what episode would you say you're the most proud of? And this still stands to this day. Like, if someone were to come along and say, like, give me, give me one episode that shows me, like, your capabilities as a podcast, what would it be? And for me, it would be the episode that we talked about abortion, 100%. Because I think that we showed that despite our, you know, you can listen to, you know, 90 out of 100 episodes we've recorded where we talk about dick and fart jokes and people fucking people's faces and everything else. And it would have been very easy for us to handle the episode in a much different manner than we did. Right. But we didn't. And I think what we did, more so than the fact that we handled it maturely, is we showed that at the time Dick was in here. And I think that we all each have three different, different opinions. opinions on the situation. And we sat here and discussed three different opinions in a very productive way. That And, and not, a, not at any point in time did we discredit anyone else's opinion. You know, I, I think that... You know, my thing would be like, this is what the world should be like. We should be able to right. talk about these issues in a productive way where we disagree and everyone can have their opinion heard and we don't have to fucking agree, but you don't have to hate someone just because you disagree. Right. And so that for that reason, that by far is my number one. Yeah, we only hate certain people here in the pub. Correct. Yeah. We Absolutely. usually voice that opinion, so... Who do you think that we've hated the most? Like one singular person, a group? I don't know. I mean, I hope it's not a group because that might be troublesome for us. But <laughs> They're probably not listening. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, I don't know. I That's tough. Who have we hated the most? I don't know. Casey Anthony's still on my fucking list. She's got yeah. fat ass, but fuck that bitch. <laughs> Leave it to you to see the best in someone. Silver lining always. <laughs> you kidding me? Um, yeah, that's... they should probably hang her still. Oh, she, she got away with one thousand percent. Got away with murder. Like, it, just think in our lifetimes, like we have. Now, I'm sure there are others, but like high profile cases, like we have seen two trials in our lifetime where literally everyone Which watching. One? What's the first one? OJ. OJ. You think? I don't think he did. He it. did. You think so? Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. OJ and Casey Anthony, two two major trials that have happened within our lifetimes where everyone in America knew who committed those murders except for the 12 people on the fucking jury. What about Jean Benet? I thought I saw something recently where like somebody came out and like confessed Said. or something, which is deathbed. Weird. I don't, I don't know. I didn't pedophile. dig into it. Speaking of, I told you earlier about this uh, recent trip I had with my wife for our anniversary. She'd been asking, asking, asking. You're not. Oh, listen. 
about going and getting a fucking pedicure. Oh yes, yeah. You and made I, a you made a confession. Speaking of confessions, yes. We're in the confessional, so fucking I'm I'm coming off of it. Okay. She'd been asking, asking, asking. I'm like, listen, we're just certain shit we don't do. That's one thing, like, it just never crossed my mind that I need to go soak my feet in this thing while this chair just fucking does ungodly things to my back. So I go, but she tricks me in. She goes, uh, FYI, there are two women that work at this place. They're Asian and very healthy. No, no you say it the way you Large. said it to me before we get on here. Mother-daughter combo. Two Asian women with giant tits. Giant tits. And I go, that those don't even go in the same... Yeah. She could have not even told you the service they were providing. It could have been an execution <laughs> I clinic. I would have been and there. She would have been like, they're just, just come with me, Ryan. It like, could have been two, like a Kevorkian pop-up. They're two Asian right. women with there. giant tits. Just don't worry about the I'm rest. I'm interested. Let's And let's you would have at least out. gotten in the car. Exactly. <laughs> like, and so, so I get there, right? And I'm real hesitant. I get my feet in the little tub. So just in case you're confused out there, Ryan got a pedicure. That's what he's talking yeah. about. We got a fucking pedicure. Hold on. It gets deeper. It gets deeper. I get my feet in the tub. You're sitting in these chairs, and these fucking chairs, man, they're worth every penny. I don't care if you just go pay 20 bucks to sit in that fucking chair, but it's got some things that just, like, up and down your back the entire time. What if let's open a strip club that has those chairs? Oh fuck. <laughs> you kidding me? Gold vine. You kidding me? Front and back have stimulation. You ever, have you ever sat in one of these chairs? No, I don't think so. No, I've never got a pedicure, so they might be the same chairs that are sitting in the middle of a mall. I've never sat in those ones, but <laughs> they could be. So we're sitting there. There's a I'm gonna think of a good way to word this. A wildly homosexual man sitting next to me. Oh, that's very delicate. Okay. Thank you for thinking so long about how to word that. He finishes his pedicure. How do you finish? <laughs> Not on my face. Inquiring Probably in the tub. Minds want to Probably know. in the tub. Did, did you guys have a conversation? No, but shit. She hold get, hands? Shit gets serious. Hold on. Shit gets shit. serious. He goes and sits in front of me, like getting a manicure now, like totally different. Eye contact? Yeah, please, no. please tell me he's I'm, just sitting there with his hands I'm on the table, staring deeply into your eyes. As lucky, you're having... for him. lucky for him, I'm staring at his back. Okay. But while he was sitting... Like, Before or after the pedicure? After the pedicure. I'm still sitting there. But while he was sitting there, he's kind of like chatting, talking shit. I'm like, oh, it's so good you came, blah, 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 blah. He's telling you this? While I'm sitting next to my old lady. We're and just, this guy's we're all kind you, of chit chatting. Glad like, you came. No, motherfucker. No, you know come what on. I'm no, 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 no. You don't. I'm not letting you up the hook because you'd be <clears throat> hanging me up the dry. No, you'd be no. stringing me up the flagpole on this. Don't, don't act like I'm the guy that doesn't want to take things seriously right now. You're, you're ruining where I'm getting <laughs> I'm with not. this. God. Because I'm pretty sure this guy's a pedophile. Don't tell me that. He goes and sits in front of me. He has a fucking tattoo on his ankle of a triangle with Mickey Mouse ears, and it's purple. Is the weirdest. I have no problem with tattoos. I love tattoos. I've seen so, all. Is that a thing though? Is that like I a don't symbol? Fucking no. 
but it is the weirdest place fucking tattoo I've ever seen. Now, in my if you life. were to tell me though, if you were to say a man, I saw a man with a purple triangle with Mickey Mouse ears on his mm. ankle, I would say probably gay man. I I met a man that looked like a power bottom with a fucking upside down triangle with Mickey Mouse ears on top of it. Craziest looking tattoo I've ever seen in my so life. Is there and I've anything seen else? Some wild is there shit. anything else about him that made you believe he was a pedophile despite his weird tattoo? Yes. Okay. Continue. What? No, that's, I mean, that's the long and short of my fucking story. I asked you if there was anything else I, about I, him that made you think he's a pedophile besides his tattoo. And you said yes, so I was waiting for you to elaborate. I, I fucking, I'm like dialed in on this tattoo the entire time. And now since he's like moved away from us, I don't say a fucking word so to what, him. So what makes you think he's a pedophile? What, what tie does the Mickey Mouse thing have at all? Like seriously. How do you know? Maybe his mom's favorite color is purple. He liked triangles and loves Disney World. I don't. I don't know, man. It seems weird to me. Seems weird. But is it a symbol? I mean, it, there's no, I mean, that's not like a known symbol of it. No, no, no. Just Mickey Mouse at its core. Dude, I've seen grown straight no, men no, that no, love no, no. Disney World. Mickey Mouse at its core. First thing that pops in your mind. Like groups of people. I don't necessarily, I, I truly don't. Mickey like, Mouse. I do not. Mickey I don't Mouse. make that connection. Like I children, know that, you don't make that. Oh, children, connection. sure, yeah. But there's plenty of adults that there are Disney adults that fucking love Disney. Like, I don't. I just don't. Like, hey, I'm anti-pedophile as much well, as the next guy. If he loved, I don't know, man. It was a really weird place. It was a strange place. To Why don't have you a ask him about it? Oh, I can't. I can't do that. Why? Oh man, I don't know. Somebody said something out of pocket. What? I don't know. Hey, like, faggot, tell like, me about the Mickey Mouse tattoo. <laughs> no, not me saying something out of pocket. If he said something out of pocket, Shiva got serious real quick. It was the strangest thing because. That's a joke, listen, man. Listen, like, no, no, no. Angie later, like as soon as we got in the car. If you got vibes off the guy, listen, that's different. Angie later, as soon as we got in the car, she goes, do you realize we stopped talking to that guy? And I go, yeah. And I start talking. She goes, the tattoo on his leg? I go, absolutely. Serious. It was not It was not a normal placement. It was not a normal fucking tattoo, man. I'm telling you. It was not. It was not something. Do you think anything else about his lifestyle is, quote, normal? Yeah. Being gay is fine. I have no issue with that. I have zero fucking issue with that. I have an issue with the age range. Sure. If I, I if I, I had just, a bouncy house you know, tattooed I would on the back of my say, leg, I got a fucking hit. You know I'll what I mean? Say this, it just seems like, strange. I don't know. I I think it's hard for me to make a judgment without seeing it, right? Because you saw it, I'll, you talked I to the guy, you Jerry interacted. Over. But I'm saying, I will invite like, Jerry over for a conversation. You interacted with the guy, so you got a sense for his personality. I've met this guy before. He closed on our house. Was it like an attorney? Or the opposing He's the, lawyer or whatever. At the title company. He wrote off on her shit. Maybe he's following you. No, no, no. It ain't. I'm just telling you. The fucking tattoo was. Maybe he wants to put Mickey ears on you. I don't know. I'm probably not in his age range. I'd tear his ass up. Maybe he <laughs> your, your triangle is purple. What? No. Yeah, he might. <laughs> I don't know. Me and Billy went and got pizza yesterday. I was wearing my. 
Gucci daddy shorts. The waiter, I'm fucking paying for my shit. His name is Darius. Darius? And he goes, do you have any plans for this evening? I said, absolutely not, Darius. How about you? Like, yeah, it was weird. Yeah. I think Darius trying to cup them cheeks a little bit. Hey, man. I, d- I don't know why you're backing Jerry so much. But I just, I'm just trying to offer I'm gonna, an alternate view. I don't know. I didn't strange. see this it was guy. strange. Ooh. I understand, like, a visual goes a long way. So I didn't see this guy. Chris Hansen would have been all up in his shit. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. It was different. That's I, fair. I don't question every gay man, woman I meet in my life. This guy... Creepy fucking dude. Red flags. Oh, all the fucking way. I mean, in the tattoo, the biggest question. And I you, have. and you just let him walk out there, walk out of that place, and just continue on his reign of terror. Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I'm seriously, you're being a fucking weirdo about it. <laughs> I'm, being a weirdo I'm telling about you, it. I had serious fucking. As soon as we hit the car, we both were like, did you fucking see it? Yeah, I seen it. I have no sure. clue what that was. So how would you feel if, it like, did not next like week some you sort see, of like, this guy's tattoo. picture on the fucking news? To be honest, if I knew in my heart that's what happened, I would have fucking smashed his head mm-hmm. open right there as I seen him. <laughs> Without a... I got bail money. I split <laughs> that fucking dome right there. No problem, but it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. I've never... I've encountered some people like that. We're just never like in my life, lives. never in my life have I seen a tattoo and been like, something's weird about that. Well, like I said, I, it's tough for me to say without seeing this man in person, because I think that's important. Like, being in the same space as a person, sensing their vibe... And you were, and I trust you. Like you I said, say, Chris Hansen would have been a foot and a half up his ass, which he'd probably been okay with. But it was just the weirdest. It was some strange shit. I don't doubt that. Getting real close. We are. We got about yeah. two minutes. Two minutes. We got to go a Hondo, right? 100 on 100. Oh, is that what that it is? That was your yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. idea. Shit, I didn't even realize. I was, wasn't even thinking about that. We are. We are that was yours. two minutes, less than two Dangerously minutes. Dangerously close. Away from 100 minutes on the 100th episode of the Pub Time Podcast. Here's to one more. 100 more or just one more? Just 101. 101. Here's okay. the 101. That's how I played my Disney into it. Dalmatians. Very unfortunate. <sighs> wow. I know I'm throwing some love on tonight. Yeah? Got a good feeling? Yeah. Guy with a purple tattoo. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> Forever. Possibly. What 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 issues do we have to settle after this? Uh, what? The fantasy football? And you obviously thinking that Ted Bundy's... Zombie Mountain String Band was it's a, a part CrossFit of... gym. No, it isn't. Yes. That's Gary Ridgeway. I'll fucking play it. We're for gonna you listen here in to it. Thirty seconds. So 
What what else? What else should I tell you I was going to show you after this? Fantasy football. That's what we're going to do. No. We're going to hash it out. September sure, 3rd. But what, September 3rd. That's fine. But what else? There's something else I told you I was going to show you when we're done. Hopefully. Not that. Oh, okay. Um, Very unfortunate. No, seriously, though. I said I'll show you when we're done. It was something you were like, oh, fuck. It was the Ridgeway. And no, no. There was something before that early on. Oh, I don't remember, bud. I'll have to listen I can't back to this back. episode. Find out. Here we go, buddy. 23 seconds. Let's get the fuck out of here. We got to wait. I know who we're throwing it up to. Okay. Uh, Bix little boy, Waylon. It's his first birthday today. Woo, all right. We're going out with 100 episodes of the pub. Wait, Man, son of the bag lady. That's what I'm saying. All right. So one up to Waylon. Happy birthday, Waylon. That's right. Your dad's a good man. Now we're going to get out of here. Here's to those that wish us well. All the rest can go to hell. Thank you, everybody, for everything. Waylon, we love you. Good night, bitches. And fuck you, Jerry. He's a pedophile. I don't give a fuck what you say, man. Weirdest goddamn tattoo I've ever seen. In my life. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. Everybody in the club I won't deny it. I'm a straight rider. You don't wanna fuck with me. I got the police fussing at me. But they can't do nothing to a G. Wow, 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 wow. He's very nice.